This episode is sponsored by True Choice Insurance. Here at True Choice, we take a different philosophy when it comes to providing you with your insurance options. We emphasize the value of the products we offer instead of playing on the fear of you not being protected in your time of need. True Choice is affiliated with more than 60 insurance companies. This makes us one of the most independent agencies in the state of Texas. Please visit truechoiceinsurance.com for all your insurance needs. James Ford, yeah. Uh, Bacardi Dark on the track. Zia Ball dropping. It's that round table talk. What you talking about? Raw cut, hot topic straight off the top. Yeah. Sapping a hunts, ball dropping just like a punt. Most valuable podcast, giving you what you want. I'm so official, blow the whistle. They chopping it up around the table, talking shizzle with my nizzles. Balling cause it's simple, dropping straight off the mental. Discussing our views, sports, politics, and the news. Your part and heart is all sapped up or got bars. You know, show to switch up the tempo, crushing your in your windows. My first take is undisputed. Please say so. I'm like SPD exclusive. It's that round table talk. What you talking about? Raw cut, hot topic straight off the top. K sapping the hunts, ball dropping just like a punt. Most valuable podcast giving you what you want. It's that round table talk. Yeah. James Ford. What up, K sapping the hunts? It's that round table talk. Give it to him. And now. Welcome your host of the Simply Ball Dropping Round Table Talk, the KSAPs and the Hunts. Yo, what's good everybody? This is your boy KSAP, the man behind the mic of the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast. Um, glad that everybody's tuning in. We got people coming in the building. Um, once y'all get in the um, stream, make sure y'all like. You know, send your comments, um, subscribe, and share. Um, we got a nice episode lined up for you guys tonight. Um, this is a this is a big occasion tonight um, because not only do we have the ladies of SBD going to present a great show for you guys um, on mental health and generational curses, um, it gives us a chance as men to sit back and watch the ladies put on a great show. So, you know... We're going to do some housekeeping first. I, I want to take this time to thank everybody that's um, rocking with Simply Ball Dropping Podcast. Um, you know, we do our roundtable talks. Um, we do them on Friday nights, but, um, you know, last night we didn't have an episode. Uh, we waited to do this one on Saturday because the ladies got together and they wanted to put on something, you know, monumental for you guys. So for everybody that's tuned in, I appreciate you guys. Um, it's always a pleasure that we have people that come in and watch us and you know, engage with us and, and we have a good time. So, you know, get yourself a nice beverage tonight, get yourself, you know, whatever you're drinking, man, just, just be engaged with the ladies, send your comments. They'll respond to all comments and um, they're going to put on a great show. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a long road for us. Um, we've been having fun, you know, and I appreciate everybody that generally, you know, supports us, you know what I'm saying? And we have a great time and, we like doing these things, you know what I'm saying? We have, like having conversations and a lot of people have conversations about different things, but we have conversations about things that people don't want to talk about. But um, these young ladies, um, they, they put together a game plan and they're going to come up with something special for you guys tonight. And they're going to talk about, like I said, mental health in the black communities and also generational curses. 
So, you know, if you got a notepad, you might want to take some notes. You know what I'm saying? Because this is going to be epic. So we're going to take a small break. And once we take a break, um, I'm going to bring the ladies into the studio. And then they're going to put on a great show for you. So just stay tuned. We'll be back. We've got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast. So, um, as you know, my name is KSAP Square. I'm Sheena. I'm Deja. I'm Mercedes. I'm Amber. All right. Thank you, ladies. So, before we get started, um, I want to just start out with how how's everybody week go? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Eventful. It was, it was nice. Eventful. Yeah. We're straight. What about you, Amber? I think you probably about ready for to to drop on us. But other than that, how was your week? I am ready to drop. But my week was fine, you know. Playing the pregnant card at work. So, okay. Amen. <laughs> right. Hey, if you gotta get it in. Yes. You gotta get it in. I, I can't. I can't make it because I'm pregnant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Text my manager. I think I'm feeling a little contractions this morning. I'm like, she, she's having contractions for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, what do you want me to say? Mind your business. Right. Right. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So, uh, Deja, did you just had a baby? Yes, I did. Three weeks ago. Three weeks. Ooh. So you, yeah. so you're on your bounce back. Yeah. I'm trying to get my body back right. Slowly right. but surely. So, so is it different now that you, you're a mother? Um, yeah. first time mother. Yes, it is different. Life seems different. It still seems unreal at times, but I'm adjusting well. So good, good, mm. good. good. And so that kind of leads us, guys, into our first um, topic of the night. Um, Deja just had a baby. This is my baby, big baby. And she's having a baby. (laughs) I just had to throw that in there to embarrass you just one time. So, uh, you know, that kind of leads us into generational um, with babies and kids because we all know that as children, we are taught, you know, we listen to some things, we hear things, we go to auntie's house, grandmother's house, we talk different things, but how does that change, you know, as generation changes? Because we have to understand that a lot of times, you know, when, before I had Amber, I was a young mom, you know, I had Amber at 16 years old. So that was one of those things where I knew that I didn't want her to follow in my footsteps. Mm-hmm. So she kind of made it to where, okay, I'm breaking this this curse here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and do this thing the right way. I saw how it was done and how my mom, you know, did all she could. It was a little struggle at times, but we made it. Yeah. We made it on through. Yeah. 
Um, but that kind of kind of leads into into that. Are there some generational things that um, I know Amber had a few things that she wanted to kind of discuss because we always talk about generational like within our families mm -hmm. and just how we were raised versus how we will raise our kids because how I raised Amber, Amber may not raise her child the same way. How my mom raised me, I didn't raise Amber that way. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of, you know, I'm going to kind of pull it over to Amber and she can kind of take it from there. So, yeah, the cool thing about generational curses is now we know it's a curse. I think growing right. up in the black community, <laughs> we just kept doing things over and over and over again. And it wasn't called a curse then. It right. was, you do what I teach you to do, mm -hmm. and then you're going to teach them to do it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to yep. keep doing this because this is all we know. But now we know better. Right. Thank God. So, yeah. So, I have a few. I was actually talking to my husband this morning. And I was like, I want to remember, like, some talking points. But I feel like it's kind of cool in the black community. We a lot of us deal with the same curses in our families. Mm -hmm. Like, even though we're all separate families, we all deal with like a lot of the same like thematic stuff. Yes, the big right. stuff for me is, like she said, teenage pregnancies or even going into broken family dynamics. Right. You know, mom and dad don't stay together, mm -hmm. not in the same household. That is super common. Right. Right. People mm -hmm. are still doing that to this day. Um, and my big one is like communication, like how black families communicate with each other. Right. Um yes. and how things were looked at like when you were growing up. In the black community, I feel like it's it's frowned upon if you disagree with the elder mm -hmm. or if you, yes. you know yeah. what I mean? Like if oh, you yeah. have a difference of opinion, mm -hmm. oh, that's, 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 that's yeah. respectful. That's respectful. Yeah. 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 yeah, whatever they're saying. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like, you need to be quiet and I'm no adult. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm older than you yeah. and what I'm saying is law. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. And now we know that, I mean, of course, I still feel like you want to respect, you know, right. people that are older than you, your parents, your grandparents, but it's not disrespectful if I don't necessarily feel the way you feel about something, as long right. as I'm expressing myself respectively. Exactly. Right. Um, I don't know how it was in you guys' family. That and another thing with how y'all feel like black parents don't apologize for They don't. Girl, they don't. Uh, they don't. Uh, they don't. <laughs> Ain't oh, never sorry. I said it. I mean it. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> it's not sorry. It's you hungry. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to get something to eat? The worst one in our family was when we used to get in trouble and get whoopings. I had an uncle. Okay. I, I was gonna say leave him nameless, but since he's there, since he's out there, once you know, once you get a whooping, I'm gonna take as in the black community, of course. As you're getting the whooping, we're gonna explain to yeah, you, you why right, you're getting you know, the whooping, and that's transferring how we fight now. But in this whooping, while you're crying and this person is hitting you, this person says, "Hold out that hand." He hits the hand and then says, as you're crying, tell that hand don't do it anymore. So, so at this moment, and you try to muster up something to say. Right. And at this point, it's psychological. Like, sir, sir, how? Okay. okay. And, and at this point, you want to hit me again and make me say it again? Yeah. You're you all a seven. I can't get it out. Sir. Yeah. I mean, what more do you want? It's not 
husband or not, I'm not anti-whoopings or nothing. I'm not like going to say and pretend like, oh, I'm never going to spank my child. Like, no. She she don't need a whooping. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the parents that excessively whoop and hit on their children, that is a generational curse. Like, your kid do anything. You're ready to pop them. Right. Yes. Yes. Instead of talk to them. Instead of talk to them. And then we wonder why we raise all these men and women who can't communicate they don't know how to express themselves even as far as how like back in the day you know some older parents they probably didn't cuss at their kids the new generation they call them their kids all bees and oh excuse my language yeah it's like it's a normal to them Right. So the kids grow up and they thinking it's okay, and so they doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like That's it's good. continuing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, how do y'all think you break that? How do you think as well? Should I let me rephrase it? How do you think Amber or Deja or anybody can you say you can answer too? Um, how do you think y'all could break, or have you ever ever broke a generational curse? So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. in and and. You know, in right. your family, what what curses mm, have you, you know, good. been able to break? Uh, mm, that's good. She um, said, it. Uh, I was thinking because me and Mercedes, if y'all don't know, we're first cousins. So yeah, <laughs> so I've been. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm thinking our family. What's some girl? Uh, girl was that one of the? I had a pen before I came here. Girl, you mm-hmm. did. I had a pen before I came. Here. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Was I one of the first ones that went to college? Though? See, I was going to say that. I was on my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause, no. Yeah. no. Who, who was the first? Aunt Betty. Did Betty go to college? Aunt Betty was a, uh, she went to college and she was a substitute teacher. I remember she was okay. a teacher. Yep. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's so, another big one too. Yeah. Cause yeah. not a lot went to college. Yeah. yeah. In our family. They, they, you know? they didn't. And right. I was just yeah. talking to Amber about that this morning. I said, it was, I had a baby. I went into survival mode. Yeah. I went into. I'm about to find this first job because baby, I got about pampers. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't. You know, that's that's the difference in our mind. Well, my mindset and our our generation at that time versus right. the generations. That's mm-hmm. why I admire all the, you know, the millennials and you know, Gen X. Yes, I admire you guys because I mean. I think it's like it's like they're born from a whole different little. Y'all came from somewhere different. It's just like y'all had, and then y'all having different babies. Y'all babies holding your heads up already. Eyes open. These are grown little kids. I'm a firm believer. These pandemic babies are not the same kind of babies. These pandemic babies are. They are coming here literally, little baby jeans. My best friend had a baby, and a week later, he's doing this. that she knew right. what to do at that time that she was raising me. And then it just 
mm-hmm. went on from there. Yeah. You know, right. things change, things get better. Right. And, you know, around mm-hmm. the world, Amber has different res- resources. You right. know, right. she went to college, she took a whole different route than I did. Mm-hmm. So she broke the whole yeah. line, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So. Yeah. I think to break it, you have to realize that it's something that needs to be broken. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. It has to be like something with you, like individually. Like yeah. I knew I knew growing up, we made it through, like she said, but I saw it wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna try to take a different route. Right. Seems yes. like education, seems like going to college is gonna be my personal out. Right. It's mm-hmm. gonna keep me from having to spin my wheels. Even stuff like managing your finances and stuff. That stuff mm-hmm. is a generational curse. Mm-hmm. Black black people, never we yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Black yeah. people not leaving anything for yeah. generations yeah. after you having go fund me to get buried. No curses. Why don't we have life insurance? Okay. Okay. That's a great one. And then there's and then this is the thing because how we were how different people were taught. Oh, you don't need it right now. Yeah, you, you, don't need that. No, you need to get it when you're you young. Yes. That's the best time to get it mm-hmm. so that you don't have any, all these underlying conditions. So you're not you trying to get it when you're 57 and got COPD and pre-existing conditions and the rates going right. high. Exactly. Now you mad because you can't afford it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now you mad. That's why they ain't getting it. Dang, they done went to that old and they like to get to get this, yes, <laughs> yeah. the responsibilities are yeah. different, but yeah, I think you have to realize it's a problem, something that you consciously like want to change. Like she said, some things she did with me growing up, I might not do with my child, some things she did do, I might continue to keep, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's up to you and you know what you want to do with your next lineage of people. My last little one was like little stuff like life skills yeah. that we didn't learn. My uh, husband was talking about this morning, like he didn't have his dad growing up. So it's like manly stuff that he had to learn how to do by himself because a man's not in the household. So changing tires and changing your oil and doing stuff around the house. Right. He has to learn that on his own or get a job that teaches him that stuff. Mm -hmm. Black people not knowing how to swim. Generational curse. I broke the curse of us being deathly afraid of dogs. Y'all fun fact. My mama oh, yeah. used to not be like here. She's though, better yeah. now, though, though. She okay, was not yeah, here for dogs. Girl. My granny's not here for dogs. Oh, she, and was, she, she ain't never going to be here So for I was like, I could have, yeah, walked around my whole life like, oh, you got a dog? Oh, I can't. I don't know. Yeah. My yeah. mom's scared. I'm scared. Yeah. It's, it's a curse. Yes. We would jump on your couch. We would, yes. jump, on we would jump on you. Yes. To get away from us. We would jump on you. I'm broken in jump on <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm so glad that happened, y'all, because yeah. now I'm not super lovey dovey on everybody's dog. Now, don't right. get it twisted. I don't still don't like big dogs and don't run up on me. But as long <laughs> as your dog is in the room and he minding his business, I'm yeah. fine with being in the same room. Right. I'm not gonna go right. run out the door if you got a dog. But if your dog is barking like say no, dog, she- <laughs> we went to her house. You know, oh, that's different, y'all. y'all what your dog, dog do? Just, Baby. Oh, he wants to do is sit in your lap. Like yeah, he's not, he wants to be held. Like, I'm glad she said that. 
So say it. I'm glad you said that because what kills me? <laughs> you go to these people's house and they oh, I got a dog. You think a little thing. dog? This dog to us look like a horse because he's huge. Oh, he's just a baby. He just want to play, but he's growling at us. He's shaking the cage. And he, we was like, oh, that, no. He's not cute. He ain't not, cute. He not, first of all, he's not a baby. Girl. He's he not a baby. That's the only son I'm ever have. That's it. That's the thing. That's the only son. It's like speaking dog language. Like, yeah. I catch myself, like, when somebody doesn't have a dog, yeah. they don't understand a dog's mannerisms. Like, right. some stuff can be taken as aggressive, but they really are just like, and you'd be like, bro, I promise if I let them right. out, like he's overly really excited for there. no reason. I broke, yeah, my, my fear of dogs living with a pit bull. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. My roommate decided it was a cute idea to get one. We were in college. Mm -hmm. She got a pit and I was just like, okay. But that's good. You I remember that. when yeah. you told me that. I was like, she was oh, like, wow. you living with a pit. You know, when you don't like dogs, you're like, oh, that's nasty. Like, right. Yeah. 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 I promise I'm very clean. Probably one of the cleanest houses you've been to. And I have a dog. You could be clean with a dog. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's boundaries. Now you still stay in a dog's place. Look, minimal black generational curse. Look, yeah. I right, look. You yeah. don't have a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 To life. Mm -hmm. Um, growing up, seeing the stuff we were going through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm not gonna act like we like was like homeless or nothing. <laughs> but you know, I mean, like yeah. it wasn't. It, I was aware of like the financial struggles that we had. It's yeah. mm -hmm. a lot of people growing up. If your parents didn't have it all, mm -hmm. I mean, you noticed that stuff. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, well, I see. This is what they did. This is the type of jobs they have. This is the route they had to take. What can I do differently? Okay, gotcha. first step, I'm gonna try to put off that baby as long as I can. Okay, <laughs> no babies. Baby. I didn't want no parts. Oh, right. like, it wasn't scared even you. yet right. She scared me. Really? Like, Thanks. yeah. I, I wanted to. It was like no, like I, yeah, I did. I <laughs> what was a boyfriend? Like, no, it worked. Oh, girl, yeah. that's nasty. <laughs> 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 Distracted, like it's just it's human nature. Like they can't help it. Like I'm glad I wasn't twelve, but like I got a boyfriend. Yeah, like what? You got what? What is Generational, uh, I won't say it's a curse, but what about seeing? I say for myself, I grew up with my mom and dad, mm -hmm. so I grew up seeing how great of a father my dad was, a great husband. Mm -hmm. So that made me like 
my daddy kind of set the standards up there. Right. So my mom right. got this. This is what I want, and I'm accepting nothing less. Right. Yeah, so that's one of the things that I would say growing up that I saw that I wouldn't say that was a curse, but that made me like. I want this. Right. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and we talk about that all the time. Good. That's good. Right. Yeah. I mean, because so a lot of people don't have that. Exactly. A lot of people yeah. have the opposite and right. don't want anybody like that. Mm-hmm. So that is a blessing. You got the yeah. opposite. Like yes. my mama was married. She'd been married twice. So the first time she was married, she was married for a long time. But it wasn't like the best example of marriage. Right. right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I seen you know different stuff now she married again mm-hmm. and i see it you know i want that but even when she was in like the first marriage i knew that that's not what i wanted you know right yeah so. right mm-hmm. and then another thing is what do y'all think about we have to break the curses of being with men that are not they that we know that are not good for us okay. yeah. and watching our ki- letting our kids watch this and think, and now I'm not even gonna say kids. I'm gonna take it a step further. Our little girls mm-hmm. watch the men and boys the little boys too. Boys, boys, the little boys, boys too yeah. watch yeah. the way that the men act, yeah. and then yeah. we yeah. wonder yeah. why the yeah. we wonder why the boys, boys grow up and be like yes. right. We wonder why 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 are they so angry? Right. Why right. they go to school and they have um, learning issues, right. C- communication or, issues, communication, or why? Young boys think they need to grow up and have a whole phase, okay. or yes. go out there. Like that's like a thing, like in Did our he, culture. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you know, you're doing it. Like you're supposed to. Like yeah, you're like, supposed to. Yeah, that's that's like, later. Like, yeah, yeah. you uh, a teenage doing. That's not cute. It's not. And I promise, when I have a son, I'm discouraging you from doing all that. Okay. Like it's not. It's not cool. Yeah. But I think it's like an unconscious thing. Mm-hmm. Because when you get into like what you tolerating and what you put up with, like people don't realize like that's tied into your self worth, what you think mm-hmm. you deserve, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. heavy on the mental. You're not right. Mm-hmm. Heavy on the mental. Yes. Mm-hmm. Six way mm-hmm. into mental health. I'm telling you. Slide right on I'm into serious. our next subject because as children, literally, the way that my mom told me she was brought up and how my grandmother was brought up. And the things that they did, I'm just like, wow, it's a wonder y'all ain't had to go to counseling. Like, mm-hmm. all the stuff that you saw and that you've been through, and they just brushed everything under the rug. Yeah. But, you know, that's big in black community. Oh, they so, they don't want to go to counseling. They feel like they can figure it out on their own. Pray about it. Yeah. That's what you pray mm-hmm. that's, that's the main thing. That's all we got so for is, so long. Yeah. That's, that's, all we right. that's all they know. That's all they know. That's all they know, yeah. My parents growing up, that's all they knew. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, okay, right. so we got one before we get in too deep in today, we got a question for Deja. Mm-hmm. Deja, have you learned from growing up watching your mother raise you? Will that have affect uh the way you raise your son? Uh hold on, let me read it again. <laughs> <laughs> so basically will you raise your son different oh yes because the the example i had of a man and when i was growing up when my mama was married it's not you know it was abusive you know i seen drugs i seen you know it was it was not healthy although i'm i am a single mom you know i'm still gonna try to do my best so whenever i do have a man come in my household that he don't see 
he don't be exposed to that type of stuff, you know? Right. Like, I don't want my child to go through some of the things that I went through growing up. So I'm going to try to do whatever I can to make sure he don't. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. You, you, we yeah. always want, we always want to continue to to raise the bar, mm-hmm. and, and you know, yeah. I, I would hope. I mean, I don't know any parent that didn't want their child to be better than they were. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was always. I always told Amber that as a child, I want you to do this, and I want you to do this, and I want you to go to college. And I think I just said it all. It sunk in, and she just went. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a little bit different boys. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. That's what I was thinking about. It's different. It's a little different in the the mindset. You know, it's just the mindset. Boys are coddled. Y'all are all boy moms. We probably y'all feel. Except she has girls. Boy moms. Yeah. Yeah. Some people feel like boys are coddled. Black women tend to be harder on their daughters than they are on their sons. It was though. It was. I had five brothers. I agree. How are they treated versus how you they can do whatever they want, but let me and my sister do it. Why you doing this? World War Three. Agree. What is that? Agree. Hey, mama, well, I know you're listening, girl. I asked my mama. <laughs> I asked my mama. <laughs> I know mama is probably tuned in, girl. and she ain't going to say nothing. But I I did um, ask her that one time, you know, was it a difference? And why was it a difference? And I couldn't go anywhere, and then my brother could go everywhere or when he was my age. And, and I just looked, and I was like, well, this boy, he get to do everything okay. he want to do. I was like, well, I didn't get to do that. And it was just kind of like, oh, well, he... You know, he's a boy. What? I need an answer. And that seems that that seems to be the final, like final all say all. Like, he's a boy. He's a boy. You girl, girl, I have to watch you because I didn't want you to be fast. Y'all what is that? What is not wanting your little girls to be fast, but you're okay with your son losing his virginity and his teenage years? Yeah, right. What is that? Yeah, that's unacceptable. That's what that is. Yeah, but I mean that's just it, I don't know. I but think I, I think that's generational too because I, well, it, could be. yes. it could be. Yes, because my different than, oh, than no. I was. Oh yeah. no, you now. Oh, now maybe he now yeah. Kareem. Now now we can call K Sap up here. That's oh. the one. That's the one who spoils Makai. Yes, not me. Yeah. Ma- He's a baddest boy. Yes. I don't live with them, so I can't say which which parent is doing what. Right. Mm-hmm. But I will say there's a difference between how I was when I was Makai's right. age mm-hmm. versus how he is right, right. now. Mm-hmm. But it could be because we're two different people. Of course, people are not going to be yeah. the same. Raised at different times. But just the independence part, yeah. I was. I feel like I was way more independent. Like I was right. like... You know, I'm ready to stay home by myself. I know what I want to do when I grow up. Right. I'm cleaning my room. You better clean your room before you go outside and play. You right. gonna have those dishes clean. You folding your own clothes. You do. It, it was Amber. You not. We not babying you. <laughs> you go, Amber. Yes, and that's what none girls like. That's no, what. None of the black moms baby coddle. No. Yeah, they may dress us up and make us look cute. cute. Mm-hmm. And that's what the oh, you know, I keep her. You know, I feed them. I keep them. But let's talk about a psychological point where you're sitting here treating me like I'm supposed to be in boot camp and homeboy over here just like one the most. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. 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 What is this? This would never be tolerated. I mean, can I get an explanation? Give me, give me can one. I, uh, can I buy an explanation? Uh, mother's <laughs> not there. But good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all I got was, oh, he's a boy. He's a boy. He's a boy. 
boys. Any any boy moms can contest to this because to me personally, I don't feel like I did anything differently with if anything, I'm more harder on Makai than I was on her because I could see I knew Amber was gonna do whatever it was that she needed to do, and I was fine. I was I didn't have to say get out, get your homework, get to the table. Do the, she would get to the table and do her own homework. We would go to doctor's appointments. She would have her little book. And she would sit and read her little book or she would color. And, and all, she, would be looking at, she would be looking at all the other kids running around. Like, okay. Why y'all acting like children? <laughs> 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 so I think it was because, I, you know, being, being a young mother and raising her, like, you know, right. on my own, I think that kind of caused her to kind of grow up too because we were growing up together that could be the difference i was gonna ask you if you feel a difference because i know with me and my brother hey mama but it i feel like it was a difference and we're only three years apart but it seemed like man he got to do whatever but me nothing i I couldn't do nothing and we we don't more catering to the boys than me like when i graduated college me and my brother graduated together you know and i know my mom was very proud but it was like they were so happy for him but me over here, it's like, oh. It was an expectation. It was like, mm-hmm. girl, right. yes, that's what you it. should that's be you doing. Should do. like, heavy girl, you got expectations it. on me. Oh, heavy. 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 heavy on the ass. Heavy. Because right. I literally asked, like, and she came out and said it. I was like, I just don't understand. I was like, I want to know. Mm-hmm. She was like, when this was related to something else, but it was definitely in the same field of boys, coddle, girls, drill sergeant. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was to instill that form of independence or mm-hmm. what, mm-hmm. but for her, her response was, um, oh, well, because I, you know, I don't have to worry. I know, I know I don't have to worry about you, I but with them, I, I have to that. worry about them. I heard that mm-hmm. one too. And I'm like, yeah, I can mess but that just, up. that it made is. me, you can you perceive know it as like less love. Yes. Or, right. You know what I mean? Even though it's not, that's how but you that's can how perceive it. Exactly. Right. Lack of communication. Yes. Yes. And, but let's just keep it real. Every child is not the same. So as right, a child, as a child, we are going to feel like, oh my God, I was not, he was able to do this. I wasn't able to do this. Oh, you might have felt, oh my God, I have to do this. My child don't have to do this or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But it could have been that I just have to, I, I know what you can do versus what this child can do. Mm-hmm. Just like some people in their house, they have, you know, all these, these huge families that have like four and five kids. Like, just imagine, like, trying to juggle nice. all of the kids and then all the kids thinking that this one is getting more than this one. That's how I was you in know? my household. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I have five brothers and then it was me and my sister. My sister's older, but I had, so you had a large sibling. Yeah. Okay. So my mama definitely, my so, brothers now, oh, they can do whatever they want. They, mm-hmm. they don't have to ask, she don't have to talk to the parents. Oh, um, but if me and my sister was trying to go to somebody, uh, who are there? Let me speak to the mom. I'm yep. gonna come. So she did. Why can't do this with my brothers? With the... Like, they yeah. could just go free and do whatever they wanted to do. And yeah. it was just like, it was a normal. So, you know. And so, do you think that because they were like that, does that cause you to do different things? I know when a lot of kids can't do certain things, that causes them to be rebellious. It causes them to go do the things that you told them not to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did that, you say that nature? I think it's Sadie, a, did I hit a, a, a nerve? What? Bring it out, Sadie. Bring it out. Oh, re- girl. See, the, were you the mess up for me. No, I was I was I was opposite. I was a very sheltered child. Right, yeah. 
But when I got a dose of freedom. That's what she's saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. When I got a you dose couldn't of handle freedom. it. Yeah. Oh, I could. And I knew what I could get away with, what I couldn't get away with. I mean, clocking but all the way down. But it was the high of getting away with it because you were so used to being told no. Girl, that's what. Mm-hmm. Girl. I, and like now, it's one of those, <laughs> like, and with that face, with that rebellious face, now I'm just like, I'm 32. And most people that, I'm going to say like a plan, but, you know, most people <laughs> around this age are, you know, going out, having fun, doing this. Meanwhile, I got two kids trying to run the business, go to school, you know, saying work from home, do all this stuff. And I'm just like, Okay, I mean, I did all that already. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, did yeah. all of the partying I wanted to do yeah. before mm-hmm. I had kids. I feel like I did everything minus, you know, traveling and, yeah. you know, finding my dreams and stuff like that. But all of the is partying and the, you know what I'm saying, all of that. Is, girl, it, is it kind of like a product of environment type of situation to where, you know, this person may have grown in, up sheltered and in private school and w- did all these great yeah. things and then... This person grew up maybe middle class, and then this person may grow up in the projects, and they see this, and it's all they know. Then it just continues, right? You know. Yeah, but no, it was. What like that? Just me. Yeah. It was just me, right? <laughs> taking you. taking gotcha. that freedom, like for me, it was taking that freedom, taking the independence, because I know you know how to be responsible. I know you know what I'm saying. I know what you taught me because mm-hmm. you drilled it in me. Mm-hmm. So. I know, you know what I'm saying, as a self-respecting person, I know, you know, what I'm going, I know what my limits are. Right. And whether I'm in your presence or not, I still know me. You know what I'm saying? I still know what you taught me. Mm-hmm. But with you, you know what I'm saying, having me like this all the time mm-hmm. and not letting me know that there's more to life than just here. It's mm-hmm. more to life than just me. Because mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I learned in my psychology class in school was you are not going to be the only influence in your kids' life. Oh, so my goal right now is to be, I may oh, not be yeah. the only influence in their yeah. life, but my job is to be the biggest. Okay. So they make sure, so they know even when they're not with me, mm-hmm. what to do and to how listen. to conduct themselves. Yeah. 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 And to pay attention true. to their surroundings. Because okay. like, the people not. nowadays, you yeah, can't it's different. different. The kids oh, yes. grown so way more than we was ever told. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different. So Sheena's, um, being a daddy's being a daddy's girl growing up, now that you have a 13-year-old son, does some of your father's traits come out of you raising your son? Yeah, most definitely. Like, I want to, I think, you know, and I think my mom and dad did a great job raising me. But with my dad, he's, like, real patient. And so that's one thing I'm trying to learn, mm-hmm. more patience, because I want to be like that. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. y'all, his patience is on your own. Yes. <laughs> I definitely want to learn it because I get a little riled up. So I get a little riled up sometimes, but I think we all definitely, definitely oh, patience. Yeah. I think that comes along with like motherhood. Like, yeah, you get that. Maybe you passionate about it. Yeah. the passion. Yeah. That's like, ooh, when I get passionate about something, because my biggest thing, and I'll try to tell you, I don't want to just be fussing at you all the time, but it's more out of I love you so much, and I, I know right. I know how the world is, and I just want you to get it. Right. I just want mm-hmm. you to do good. Mm-hmm. I want you to, you know, and lead them. But you can't make them drink. You can't make them. Can't make them. Woo. So, and then that's I, the hardest part with kids and this generation growing up it's like we try to do everything and we try to do this and it's like oh my god it's it's stressful being a parent i'm not I gonna can lie. see that being it's, me it's stressful yeah. 
30 or 40 yeah. years. Yeah. Because you, you you thinking everything you're doing Ooh. right, I can think of 10 things I may be doing wrong. Um, like, right. oh my gosh, I should be doing this by now. Oh, I should have done this. And I'm like, oh Lord, let me stop beating myself up and just continue just, to do what I'm doing. <laughs> I just pray. I just pray, especially, you know, when our boys, yeah. our boys are 13, you know, I just pray they get it and they just be yeah. good guys, you know, mm-hmm. like don't fall victim to this worldly stuff. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. just my, my yeah. biggest prayer. And God, I just want it so bad for black boys. And, and, black so do you boy, think, yeah. and then mental health too with children, mm-hmm. with black children, because it starts out with them y'all before it even reaches even adult. And, and you know how it starts because a lot of parents don't pay enough attention to their kids. Mm-hmm. They just let them go off and be so gone for hours. Take, <laughs> and it starts at a little age, giving that iPad. Mm-hmm. And they own that iPad. They own something electronic. So when they're having when they're having a when they're having a um when they're having an issue, what they do is just they don't know what to do. They they're they can't a- talk. It's it's not enough talking exactly. going on. It's like, like it's too many it's too much Right. It's too <laughs> exactly. We me and Tyrell were talking about that. Like we we plan to every time we discipline Hayden or you know, she's get, she's gonna get in trouble, it's it's inevitable. Nobody has perfect children. Right. I have to explain to you why oh, yeah. this is why? wrong. Oh, yeah. Why thing. I don't why? want you oh, to yeah. do this. Why? Oh yeah. And then also giving her the always letting her know that you're able to express yourself. Mm-hmm. Like right. you don't have to hide stuff from right. us. It's it's a lot of parents they don't give their children the opportunity to say anything. Mm-hmm. You as a kid, right? You don't get to be mad. You don't have to get sad. You get to get there. Right. Be quiet. I feed you. I clothe you. But do you understand I'll... why I'm telling you that you can't go over there? Exactly. We were just told I can't go. I can't, right? Mm-hmm. Why? It don't matter. You just can't you go. Just, I, I'm right. not. Yeah, I'm not everybody. Explain. I like this yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know them like that. I'm concerned about your safety. I have to be cognizant of which adults you're around. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that stuff growing up. Like, yeah. going over my friend's house and they have dads and stepdads yeah. and things like that. Thank and you. stuff like that happens to children. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes Amber. But yeah. you don't think about that. Yeah, okay, you just, like, just tell me, no, like, that's the problem. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Having that open dialogue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of Oh. That was like that's one of one of the things that I make sure that I try to do, especially differently. Having two girls, because God don't want to give me a boy, um, <laughs> but having two girls is making sure I create a safe space for communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I want you to yes. feel like you know yes. what I'm you can talk to me about anything. Now, right. granted, depending on whatever it is, like I want you to feel like you can always come talk to me. Whatever it is, I, yes. you know, no, as long as you put it on the table, we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it now. Regardless, you know, it's gonna be consequences, whatever it is. But I want you to feel safe enough to talk to me about it yeah. because versus you telling somebody else and then something happens Y'all and now I'm just up. like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Yeah, kids yeah. taking advice from other kids. Oh, okay. you, see oh, and you talk to your little friends yeah. and y'all yeah. in there coming up with stupid stuff yes. to do, and mm-hmm. you just like, right. I should just talk to my mama. Right, probably wouldn't be in this mess. Uh, right. <laughs> Growing up, Amber, did you feel like you can come to your mom and talk to her about anything? I did. I wasn't really secretive per se, but I felt like I knew what to cue her in on and what not to cue her in on because I knew it would set her off. Gotcha. And it wouldn't even, in hindsight, I really, like, I'm grown now, I ain't got nothing to hide, but I really didn't do much. Yeah. I might have talked 
to boys yeah. a little bit earlier than what I was supposed to, but we wasn't doing nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we really were. I'm not sending you pictures. We're right, not having right. inappropriate. It's just like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> okay. That was funny in class on Friday. But if I, I knew I knew if I went to my mom and was like, Yeah, I'm I'm texting this boy, I like this boy, it would have been like, Well, you know you're not supposed to be doing that. We're not tolerating that. So it was just like, oh, yeah, like leave it all. But yeah. it's learning. Yeah. I now I know how to yeah. go about when Hayden's 12, 13, yeah. 14. Yeah. Right. How even if really I'm not really right, so I might not approve, to... but I at least want to know. You want to know. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So that's the thing. I want to know. Wanna just know. let me know. Yeah. That way I'm, even if whatever it is, I just let me know so I can be clued in on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing is being clueless when something happens to your child oh. or you don't know where your child is. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or you get a phone call and that's, you know, that phone call. Mm-hmm. And right. all you heard from your child was, oh, I'm going over with a friend's house. Right. Or, you know, me and my mm-hmm. girl's going here or mm-hmm. I'm going down the street. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just, and you always want to give them that That's, safe space too. Right. You, you want to be able to. You don't because every time a child come to you, if they feel like if JB come to you and say, you know, hey, mama, can I do this? And he may think he may know you're gonna say no mm-hmm. or whatever it is, but ask anyway because I feel like get comfortable asking me what I may mm-hmm. say no to. Right. You know, and not thinking that I'm just gonna lash out and just be angry at you. You know, mm-hmm. let me know. Let's let's talk. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conversation. But I don't think they I don't think they get it. I don't think they they don't. They, no. they, they feel they like mama is invading my whole space. Yeah. Like, hold mm-hmm. on, you in my room. Yeah. Like right. what you doing? doing? I'm like, what you hiding? Yeah. That's my right. room. Right. <laughs> I let you Stay in here. I know um, when I was a child, you know, I'm like I didn't do nothing anyway. But um, I didn't, I didn't come to my mama like telling yeah. her stuff. Yeah, like I, I didn't either. I never came to her. If I tell her stuff, if it like really hit the fan, like I need to tell her this. Like, why do I, you think that is? I I can't. Did she say, give you the the. Did she give you a reason to feel that way? Did she was she mean or what? Or did you nah, think that she, she wasn't was mean at all? It's just I never and it stuck with me. Like so, even now, like it's so much stuff that I haven't said. Yeah. I feel comfortable saying it to other people than I than my mama. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like certain stuff. I like if it's just like I'm crying. I'm just like okay. Let me just go ahead and talk to my mama. See what she gonna say about it. Yeah, then yeah. I talk to her. Right, but yeah. then. Other than that, I just I rather talk to somebody. I rather talk to y'all. Not saying I don't love my mom because I right, don't yeah. to there, yeah. but I rather talk to y'all than I, you know, because yeah. that's kind of how it was growing up. Mm-hmm. So it kind of started there, and it and it. And I can't even pinpoint no time it, yeah. when I was a child to now, like, because um, when I was a child, I ain't do nothing. Even when I was in middle school, high school, I think it probably started. It might have started when I was going to high school, like mm-hmm. you know, because that's when I really started to, you know, right. But get, other get than that, yeah. so what I do you think, think you're gonna? Uh, go, uh, what do you think you're gonna do different with Daylin? I'm gonna make sure I have a line, leave the line of communication open, because I want him to be able to come to talk to me before he talks to somebody else about whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Because not saying my mama didn't have that for me, but I just. I don't know if I ever seen mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, yeah, I can't yeah. remember it. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know. You think yeah. they were doing what they could do. You know, I was mm-hmm. telling Amber earlier, I was like, 
I can't, you can't really, not that we're bashing the other generations. It's just right. different. It's just mm-hmm. the way of life. It was different than the way we, you know, the food we ate was different. You know, that's we why we don't like, a lot of, that's why we don't mm-hmm. like certain things and certain foods now, because, you know, it was, it was different. It was different back then. Right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> do y'all feel like, <laughs> oh, you want me to get up? <laughs> yeah, I, I, to piggyback off Deja, I feel oh, the same way. Um, my mom was like that too, loved her to death, and I feel like maybe I could have talked to her, but I didn't. Yeah, and I don't know if it just wasn't those open lines of communication, or maybe I was afraid. I don't know, but I can talk to her more now. But mm-hmm. back then, because she didn't really talk to me about stuff, mm-hmm. so I, was like, like, you know, like, I don't want to go there with you, yeah. right? You yeah. know, even when I. Became, you know, have your time of the month or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did it for a while. Me too. Oh, oh, me too. Right. So you y'all did that? I, I did too. Girl, I didn't know. I didn't have that. Y'all never did. Then I never had a big sister. So did you ever talk about it prior to it happening? We, did, we didn't talk like that. We didn't have sexual talks. We didn't have time of the month. So y'all we didn't have that's, okay. that's me. Wow. What y'all do? Girl, I snuck Girl, I in the cabinet and get and get it myself. And then, but then it came out. Yeah, she found out. Found out, and it's like, okay, yeah. 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 That's exactly how mine went. I, wow. I just cried when Amber told me. I'm okay, see, that's the most
and something going on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right, I don't like, know what you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't get your daddy. Don't get your daddy. Don't get your daddy. I don't even. I can't even get it out. I can't even get it out. Just got just boys in general. Yeah. They just do different stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Laying up with your hands. Yeah. I'm like, why are y'all touching yourself? Oh <laughs> but I mean, I get it. It's a boy. So it's I but it's definitely was easier because that was yeah, that was my yeah, daughter. So okay. even you know, like Kareem would say, it was easier for him. To, it's easier for him to talk to Makai about certain things it than it was for him to talk it to was, Amber. Right. It's kind of like <laughs> it was Amber. He helped me. I was but, but you know, you. but with Kareem, you know, it was kind of like, you know, yeah, we I, we had this little joke. Okay, now that Makai's born, he yours. So I guess that's probably that's what happened. It's probably why he just clung to him because I was just kind of like, all right, that's yours. Like, <laughs> oh, you. you know, get that boy thing in him. And I was just, it's it's another thing in just being. I wanted to make sure he had that man figure mm-hmm. right there in yeah. and out. And I, you know, I didn't give him that coddling mommy and i want him to you know lay yeah. up don't be up on me you know i don't want to he don't want to go with me so that's good that's mm-hmm. always a good sign you want to go with your dad oh, <laughs> you know, that's always a good it's sign. a good sign <sighs> but anyway yeah so um as far as um i know uh sadie i might put you on the spot but we have <laughs> some conversations previous and we were talking a lot about mental health Yes. And you had a lot, a lot of things to discuss about the mental health. Oh, I mm-hmm. And I know that uh, with the recent things that just happened with Simone Biles, um, there's mm-hmm. uh, Taraji P. Henson. I know oh, she's yeah. big on the mental health. And there's a lot of other black females what? and men. I mean, just sports figures everywhere. Just mental health just coming, coming out of nowhere. Why do y'all, why do you think that mental health is such a big thing now or that it's coming out so abruptly being i think it's more so in the limelight now because after the suicide rate when it when the suicide rate jumped up especially during the pandemic when the suicide rate jumped up that's when people started to actually pay attention it needed some it's it took something that severe for people especially black people yes to realize that mental health is really a big thing. Going to counseling is a big Big. thing. Going to see a therapist is a big thing. Mm -hmm. This mentality of, oh, I can fix it. Oh, well, you know, if I don't talk about it, then I don't worry about it. Or, you know what I'm saying, out of sight, out of mind. Or, well, you know, it'll blow over. Or I'll fix it. I'll figure it out. Because black women have that bad. Oh, I will figure it out. We gonna figure it out. We come from figure it out moms. Exactly. We gonna figure it out. figure it out. So but, let me figure it out. So lately I've been seeing on TikTok this thing and, you know, a couple other places where people say, oh, well, hyper-independence is not uh, a good thing. You know what I'm saying? They're saying now that hyper-independent or being too independent, you know, always always want to do stuff by ourselves. Yeah. You know, we don't need anybody to do it for us. I'm not going to wait around for you to do it. I'd rather do it myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to ask you. You know, that mentality, they're saying, oh, well, you know, that's an actual mental health disorder like oh, hyper independence is a mental health disorder you know even though you feel like you should be able to do everything not able to delegate right you should learn how to delegate yeah. to you know lessen the burden on yourself 
But what if you used to that? That's what I have. I have a couple of them. Yeah. Because I can't let go of stuff. Like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm going to clean. Or I'm going to do it. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. And let somebody do it that you told her to do it. And they don't do it right. They go a whole thing right there. It's like, see, that's why I should have done it myself. Yeah. That's why I do everything myself. That's why. It's like, the hoes telling me no. Oh, when yeah. I ask you to do something and you say no, yeah. uh, baby, that's why I should have done myself. I shouldn't have asked you. <laughs> no. like, you know. Let's not even get on the topic because I'm going to bring it up. Let's not even get on the topic where you done been with a guy. You're doing everything together. All of a sudden, you ask for something mm. and oh, and he said, oh, I ain't got it right now. Oh, oh I'm going to see what I can do. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm going to be by there. I'm going to bring it to you. Oh. The car never pull up. <laughs> oh, oh, dang, my, dang, my grandpa just died, and I had to help my mama with the funeral. <laughs> Yo, sir, you're adopted. <laughs> you don't even know your grandfather. Is Not adopted. adopted. <laughs> no, adopted. But I'm the, it's just, it's the things that people so, say to get out of, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Just, instead of just saying no, no. just let me know. Like, yeah. If I ask you, tell me no, because ninety eight percent, ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time, I'm not gonna ask you. Right? Okay, yeah. Like I'm just gonna do it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do y'all think that the pandemic um, brought out a lot of people's crazy, Mm-mm. independent, mental <laughs> things that may oh, have yeah. been already wrong? Yeah. Pre existing conditions then, are underlying. Now that I can't get outside like I want to, I'm this yeah. is not for me because a lot of people have. Disorders to where they have to be out. They can't be inside, or they're claustrophobic, or they're uh, you know they have a whatever. I don't know all of them. The, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say that right now. I don't know. So if I'm messing up any of the terms, y'all let me know. Um, OCD and and I looked up another one today um, that I saw and I had never heard of it. I was like, what? Hmm, that's interesting. I think uh, it's like a it's a mix of anxiety. Sorry. Anxiety, depression, and something. It was some type of disorder they called it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, there's so many different disorders mm-hmm. that right. you can have that people really don't understand that they really have. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Is that like I think before when it came to mental health or psychiatric disorders, like it was thought of of mental health is is if you crazy, mm-hmm. you hear yeah. voices, if you, you yeah. know, you need to be in a straitjacket in the crazy house. Yep. But people are now more educated that a lot of us, to a certain degree, you have different mental health no disorders. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have signs of anxiety. Oh, you yeah. have bouts of depression that yes. you have. Yeah. You can't even look back right. at a time in your life and you're like, I was probably yes. depressed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not being able yep. to I didn't even like, yeah. So it's like things like yep. that. But also the nurse in me, uh, I get kind of aggravated with social media because now they kind of throw around the terms very loosely mm-hmm. and everybody wants to claim they have anxiety and depression. Right. And I don't like that right. because it's just yeah. like, yeah, don't. Right. Yeah. Like y'all, y'all trying to like diagnose everybody with everything. Like, right. like, please let your doctor diagnose you. Yeah. Please like, don't be up in here. 
Right. But, Going through Google. Right. Putting <laughs> stuff on people because some stuff is like you require medication. Some stuff you can just go to therapy. Yeah, some right. stuff some you can that. talk out. Some stuff you, like it's it's, it's different. different levels. Yeah, it's different, right. levels, it's different levels, levels to this. Yes. Yeah. So do I just need to go have a drink? Or or can I just go ahead and uh do I need to go to see my doctor? Different because coping I can't right. because now, to be honest with y'all now, y'all, I really and truly just thinking of talking about what you're saying airplanes airplanes kind of mess me up now exactly. and exactly. i don't know i, know I, I don't it. know and it, it came out of, i literally was like well i've been flying all my life like why am i getting all of a sudden hot and i'm getting nauseous and i'm getting like anxious like if we have to sit on that runway like we did when oh, we went to Miami, oh, yeah. if we had to do that, if I have to sit on the runway, I can't. Y'all gonna have to let me off or something because <laughs> I'm hot and the vent's not working. So yeah, just things like that that start to happen as you get older and you're like, hmm, maybe I do. Oh, and I'm thinking about already what I need to do for next month. That's too. You looking ahead. That's that's a form of anxiety. Fair so a lot of anxious. people do things throughout their life daily that they don't even realize that they be having, you know, that they're having it. Mm-hmm. And I know, Sheena, you and I had a conversation of, you know, you sitting in the room and you you like, oh, I got to get myself out of here. Mm-hmm. I got to, I don't mm-hmm. want to open the curtains. I don't want to see, see light. I've been in the yeah. space to where I want to, I don't want to see light. I don't want right. to see people. Mm-hmm. And I just shut myself off from everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and that's why I, said, I look back on Amber, like you say, you look back, maybe it was about a depression, mm-hmm. but I was, contributing mine to night shift because I've been See, working night shift too. for 13 years. Mm-hmm. Tired. Yeah. So it's like I'm just gonna sleep all day. Mm-hmm. And you know, then but I'm energized at night. I'm like, mm-hmm. cool, let's get it popping at night. But I've had moments where I'm like, if I could just get in some light, I feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, literally, I'm just I'm in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm in and just dark yeah. and mm-hmm. just yeah. yeah but I was able to out. now I know, you know, I never had to go to the doctor or anything for it but now i know and i can recognize when i'm falling into that right and i'm like mm-hmm. oh hold on let me get out you know, those get in the car let's ride let me get a little yes. sunlight mm-hmm. and then yeah that's how i am better. too like i'm naturally like i love my naps i love to like sleep mm-hmm. in yeah but it's like okay i'm too tired for no reason like yeah it's that's not it. normal <laughs> that's i'm kind of self-isolating too much i'm watching a little bit too, too much, much tv, TV. right yeah. i'm like yeah like i i know it's like one period when me and Tyrell first moved in together and I left my one college I was at to start nursing school in Houston, but it was like, I was in a waiting period of Mm -hmm. transferring nursing school. So I was just kind of like in the house by myself. I slept all the time. And Tyrell was like, why? Cause he's a very like awake up, like get yeah, up in the morning yeah. type of person. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's do something. Yeah. And, like, if you ain't do nothing that day, so Tyrell say you wasted your day. Honey. Yeah. Okay. First of all, so, you yeah. up by six. Okay. You didn't waste your day. <laughs> you your day. Got a workout in. Ate some egg whites. Yeah. Like, and he like, what? Right. Like, right. And I'm like. In my eyes, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was sleeping all day, y'all, and I sat up and watched Netflix like all day. I, that's all I would do. I didn't. I wasn't hungry. I wasn't yeah, really yes. eating. So he wow. was just like, yeah. "What's wrong with you?" And I was just like, "I'm tired. Like, just yeah. like, leave yeah. me alone. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, I don't know. But looking back, like, I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. I had a day like last week. I was just going and going and going. I ain't think about E. I, it was like I was cool. Like I opened the curtain There's a little so much bit, to do. 
and it's just like postpartum okay. is real. Yeah, after having yeah. your baby too. Postpartum is real, y'all. I'm telling you, I I really mm-hmm. and truly I never was diagnosed with it, but I really and truly feel like I had it. Even like 2019, it was a little incident that occurred with me or whatever. I would go to work and I would go home, take a shower, sleep. I didn't care about eating. You know, it, yep. eating never crossed my mind. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, I knew then. I was depressed, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I know now, since I just had a baby, like, I do have some times I feel like I'm just... It ain't even my baby. It's just me. Yeah. I just right. feel mm-hmm. like oh, I'm yeah. just depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, my, it'll hit me, like, at nighttime. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. I just... And then living alone, too. Yeah. Kind of. And then it's there's a difference. I, I don't care what nobody says. I've never... Well, I'm not going to say I never lived alone. I did live alone for a little short period of time before I met Kareem mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, moving out of the house. But I will say that people who say that they live alone versus people who always have lived with somebody, it's it's a, it's a, it's a major difference because that person who lives alone, they don't have nobody to really talk to. Just think about it. You just you you mosing around about your day through your apartment or your house or whatever. You ain't really got nobody to talk to unless you get on the phone and talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. So you're that's you just gonna go to work. To it's easier. Exactly. It's easy to not talk to somebody. Exactly. Yes. That's me. Sadie, I was exactly. gonna say, Sadie, you live alone. That's so how you yeah. how's that? With, with depression you and anxiety and panic attacks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have personally experienced anxiety, <laughs> panic attacks, <laughs> and depression. That's okay, so that's uh, you do suffer with panic attacks. Okay. So, um, living alone, I think my biggest blessing about living alone is that I have my kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Besides that, I am a very secluded person. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in the house and I've, I used to could not wait to move here. Like mm-hmm. I used to, and you could, I, I mean, know, she knows, like I've been planning on moving here. You told me. Oh, yeah. forever. And I was like, what's well, that? Yeah, she in Dallas, I ain't yeah. even seen her. Girl, live, I'm talking about currently live the life of a country. Like you wouldn't even know I yeah. live here. Right. Hmm. Like I literally stay in the house. So let me ask you this, Sadie. I know you say when you were small that you were, you felt like you were secluded, kind of, you mm-hmm. were, so do you think that that's just kind of following you? Um, and you're kind of following that path? Yeah, a little bit because I'm the only girl my mom has. And I have an older brother and I have a younger brother. And my younger brother, like, he, you can't tell him that he's not my older brother. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like having, you know, two older brothers. Yeah. Just one I take care of. <laughs> right. But, like, I'm the peacekeeper. Right. So, I'm the mediator, the peacekeeper. I'm the, you know, person who you run and call when you got something to talk about. You know, you gotta unload. Uh, you're the unload. go-to. I'm you're the, the go-to. go-to. You're the strong. One. I'm, I'm the keeper. You're strong when they need. I'm the keeper. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I'm the mediator, the secret keeper. I, you know, the venter. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm. I get both sides of the story, but I don't play sides. So, mm-hmm. like, I had to get to a point before I, before I actually had my panic attacks. I had to get to a point where I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> uh, you. Okay, that's true. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you Boundaries. what. Boundaries. Go ahead. And that's what I'm still having to work on because I went to therapy twice. Yeah. And I still try to keep in contact with my counselor because you know what? I understand that I have several dysfunctions, not only mentally, but, you know, especially dealing with relationships. Like, I, 
that is a whole nother ball game, especially like bringing people around my kids mm-hmm. and especially, you know, the way people are now, you have to be even more cautious of your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Most sex trafficking, kidnapping, oh yes. pedophiles, and <clears throat> let's not even get on the fact that they're trying to make pedophilia an actual thing to where it's okay. They, they're trying to make it sound okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're trying to nah, smooth it over a little bit. Taking it too far. That, yes, they are. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's a lot of things that you have to factor in when you have two little girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, you may live alone and you may want to do all these things. Yeah. But it's not just you. Mm-hmm. Like, you, and it, I feel like a lot of people, and it's sad the kids have to suffer for it, but I feel like a lot of people, when they have these boyfriends and they let their kids stay with these, you know, just these momentary people. Mm-hmm. And then you go, you know, you go to the store and come back and your child's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's your boyfriend you've been dating six yeah. months or a year mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. We gotta stop that. We gotta stop that. We gotta stop letting that's one that definitely needs to break. Um, letting your children go any and everywhere. With yeah. any and everybody. It's a no for me. Yes. I don't even apologize okay. for the inconvenience. I'm and sorry. All. Right. Yeah. No, right. Like, I could see if, you know what I'm saying, even when, like, my my girls are seven and nine, only with certain people. Like, right now, they're with my best friend. But besides my best friend and my sister, those are the only people my kids are allowed to go with. Like, outside of my family, that's it. Right. Oh, yeah. That's it. You do take a village, but that's fine. That's fine. It takes a village. Yeah, that's your child. And I'm looking at somebody sideways that if your kid has 15 different babysitters Girl. or houses that they're allowed to go to. <laughs> yes. Why? Okay. Wow. When I say, yes. hey, this is about to be clean, clean. Like, you, <laughs> yes. you don't know my house. <laughs> sweetie house. That's, that's sweetie. Mom, that's hey, hey, y'all, I'm going to be sweetie. Tyrell mama house. Like, it's not yeah. no mm-hmm. just right. <laughs> I do not blame you. Okay. Okay. And even with a boy. That's me. Oh, yeah. Girl, it's, it's Girl me. baby goes nowhere. No, he's 13. Girl. I don't no, care. No. My mama, my daddy, my wife. <laughs> no, you're not spending the night nowhere. <laughs> no, no, no. It's enough for me. It's a sleepover. We're just going to explain that. Oh, right. Why are you saying? Look, here I go. They can't come over here. They can't come over here. What? Call that mama. They can come over here. They can come over here. And I told JB, Makai, your only friend. And I'm bringing you that school. Those are not your parents. Goes off mm-hmm. when you turn, you know, forty. A, a 
a couple of light bulbs goes off. Ding, ding, ding. You got to get it together, you know. But that's just kind of like the way of the world, the way the way it goes. I want to ask, because you said, like, your family, like, comes to you and, like, they all want to, like, bend and, like, lay their stuff on you. I've, like, literally, you guys, like, ended friendships with people who put too much on me. And I didn't like realize that that's, I think, kind of like a trigger for me. But like, I'm okay with you like venting. Like, that's friendship. Like, you vent, you're going to talk about whatever. But have y'all ever had those friends that's just like, you are always going through something and I'm not your therapist. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't feel like being in that head space right now. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize, like, I'm, and that's maybe why I'm such a like cut you off type of person. It's just like, you can get them on there a lot lately. Like, I'm just about to get a a break on you. But I realized that that's a personal boundary for me because I can start taking on your, like, I'm in a good mood right now. Like, I don't want to, could you, Transfers of energy. Yeah, transfer energy. Yeah. You don't know that yeah. you like yeah. taking yeah. this. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. if you're having a great day, that's why they say yeah. that's why they're so big Bam. on these boundaries. Be big yeah. on your boundaries. Yes. yes. And that's, yeah. Literally, that's a big thing because if I come to you all the time every about time. like every time you see me, I'm I'm talking about this same thing. Or I got story. another I got another set. It's like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I was watching um off, kind of not off topic, but just on this topic, Love and Hip Hop um, Atlanta, and Rashida was telling her uh, her people that mm-hmm. y'all only come to me when, when y'all, y'all want something, mm-hmm. and then y'all want to cry when I want to hear what's going on, but y'all don't call me, just say, what's up, let's hang out as a family. Right. You calling me, God, oh, I need a thousand dollars. Can you help yeah. me? Yeah. You need some money. I mean, that could be annoying. It is. You know? And that's definitely bounce for you to get cut off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you had this conversation where I told uh-huh. you, you know, I got to a point, and thank you, me and you talked about this. I've always been that friend, everybody gonna come to. Like uh-huh. it, it just, but I'm always gonna be there. I feel like you know, I say I don't have many friends, but I'm a friend, I'm your girl, I got you. Uh-huh. But it's like, dang, who I got to go to? Why well, always gotta be the strong yes. friend? Why well, yeah, the one? Friend you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can somebody check on me? Uh-huh. Every now and then. Just check on me. Hi, hi. Yeah, check let on me. Let me do this. Now, you know what? You ain't got well, it. I got you. I got you. People that don't never let you vent, like you try to you get a little something, right. but yeah. you didn't flip it so they're, they yeah. don't care. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. you know what? Oh, see, at that point, it's, girl, let me call you back. Right. <laughs> to just go you don't yeah. need to be sad you don't exactly. need to be happy right. you can go to your therapist and just unload yes yeah. so, so do you guys talk. i personally haven't done it yet i plan to i have i plan to um and i i i me and kareem have talked about this i encourage us both to do it we, we haven't been to counseling y'all since marriage counseling and we done made it almost but we had 18 years in a couple of weeks. So I think, I guess we done did something. We did it pretty right. Right. Okay. But I'm just saying, do you think that everybody needs to go to therapy at yeah. some point? Even if maybe nothing is wrong or maybe yeah. if you have a great life. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. You think that like, it's, a, it's, it's something that everybody needs to do? So yeah. I feel like when you talk to friends and family, um, a lot of people, when you talk to them, they don't talk to like listen and hear you and process what you're saying they're just listening to respond uh-huh. so you need an unbiased person that exactly. knows that doesn't know you nothing about you you know mm-hmm. none of your people you need someone right. that is completely unbiased on you know what i'm saying 
what you know, just how you feel. Right. Because everybody else you talk to, well, that's how I make you feel. Or you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not telling you this for a negative response, or I'm not telling you this just so you can you give me advice to. on you know well, what you think I should do. Or if oh we have this bad that if I was you, right? Mm-hmm. I, that kills me. That if I was you, like I literally had a mental snap for a second because that if I was you, I had to get to a point where I was like, the if I was you, hold up, wait a minute, you ain't even taking the advice you giving me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not finna listen to that. That yeah. if I was you, you're not even doing what you think you're supposed to be doing. Right. But you want to give me advice on you know what I'm saying this, that, and the third. Oh, right. what or that girl ain't nothing wrong with you. Uh-huh. You got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like for me, advice, advice is only information for me. Like if I choose to use it in any form of context, then I'm only taking what I was supposed to take out of it. What I was supposed to receive out of, you know, the conversation
They even know how to finagle through. Yeah, they can work through the therapy. Well, I'm still it's working a on the therapy thing, thing y'all. That's I'm it one of those black black people that, that I'm just there. <laughs> Mm. But maybe I if I, I try, try it, it. If I you said if I just try it. But you need to try it with somebody you can relate to. And see, that's yeah. a big thing mm -hmm. for me too. If, if I can't relate to you, I don't care what you say, right, ma'am? Because what you just <laughs> sit here listening at me talk, like, are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, do you know my struggle? Yeah. Have that you is, been? Have you been broke? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. ma'am. Oh, oh, so you are? You been rich? Oh, oh, so yeah. I Canceled on you. I said, I almost did. She was just like, What's she gonna call me? I was like, mm. Then I was like, Yeah, I was gonna go ahead and call you. <laughs> you ain't. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't sure. But right. when I went, I kept going and I still, still go. Like, even now, I just had me one session, like post baby. Right. And it's like, like hearing stuff from somebody that's a whole stranger. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. different than. Somebody I actually know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I know y'all gonna tell me right from wrong, regardless. Yeah. But she's somebody. She, ain't, she don't. She don't know me like that. You know. Right, right, right. So I and like then you that. may also feel more comfortable sometimes when we're talking to people that we know. We leave certain things out. Oh yeah. Oh. That. You know what I'm saying? No matter But that's what I'm saying. But that's like with my regular friends. I don't tell them everything. That's why I want to know everything. That's why if you come to me talking, or if I'm coming to somebody for advice, I'm gonna tell you what I did too, because I want you to tell me. Because if you leave that piece of puzzle out, it ain't making sense to me. Yeah, so I'm trying to find out. That's gonna be on my side. Exactly. It's gonna be helpful either way, whether whoever you're talking to. Yeah. So you gotta think you're more open. To talking to somebody who don't know you, who mm -hmm, you feel right. like I think a lot of things is we feel we gonna we feel like we're gonna be judged. Yes, yeah. I think I'm judge uh -huh, me if right. I if I if it's I have I'm the person everybody cares. Right, yeah. I'm the person that got it together. And on my Instagram, I look like I'm doing good. <laughs> and on my Facebook, I'm living the life. But nobody yeah, right. nobody nobody yeah. knows that I'm depressed. Right. You know, that's what some people want to. That's why you can't look on people's social media. No, and just social, 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 social media all for show. If you yeah, take anything it. from it's social true. media besides entertainment, you need there to see somebody. Yeah. But sometimes a lot of people go to social media. They're being, they think that's their thing. Yeah, oh, that's 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 Mm. You have talked too much for me. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Like, why are you that open? Like, yes. I, I don't even like. And you ever go past somebody's stuff and you like, I don't even talk to you really in real life. Like, we're Facebook friends, but yeah. we're not. Fr I don't want to know these things yeah, about you. They open on social media. You know where they're mad. You know where they're sad. You know where they're going. You know all your business. My social media yeah. is so boring. You know, if I'm having a good meal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, oh, no, I'm on the food. That's <laughs> like, what I'm it's a bare minimum. Like, 
It's like, yeah. dang, Amber, you don't post because I was living life in real life. Like, real life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> real life. Exactly. So I have a question. Okay. Do you feel like you can learn more from a stranger than you can learn from a family member, friend, or relative? Mm, absolutely. I don't think so. I feel like I feel like you can. I feel like it depends. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. That person doesn't know you personally, but that person may have gone through some things, or maybe have um, experienced some things that your brother don't know nothing about. Well, you said learn from a family member. Learn from them. Well, yeah, like. When I say learn, I mean like on all platforms, like seeing, hearing, you know, you know what I'm saying, just the things that you do or how you respond to stuff, how you react, how you, you know what I'm saying, just whatever it is, whatever, you know what I'm saying, what are you, whatever you're trying to learn. That could be the stigma oh. around therapy. That could be why Sheena's like hesitant about therapy because it seems like you're like, you're a stranger, you don't know mm-hmm. anything. Like but I right. like that because right. I don't even get because, close to people right. like that. Right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Don't get too close. Right. Yeah. 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 I know this all so well. She did me like this for a whole two years. So my other question was the stigma on, you know, like they just said, feeling like you're crazy, you mm-hmm. know, and that's been heavy also in the black community where right. they make you feel like, you know what I'm saying? Something has to be wrong with you. If, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to therapy, or if you're actually going to see, you know, just, you know, just to, yep. even just to clear your mind, just to have, you know, that unbiased opinion. Tell you know, you tell somebody like, oh, you know, well, I'm gonna go see, you know, what I'm saying, I'm gonna go see my therapist, I'm gonna go see my counselor, this, that, and the third, and oh, what's wrong with you? You must be crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah. to where it makes people feel that, well, is there something wrong with me? Right. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. does it have to be something yeah. wrong for me to, you know, take the route of therapy? Do you think we're yeah. getting past that though? What? Or you think we're getting a little past? I feel like the crazy things. Yeah. I don't think it's I think many now. I think now say that as they used to. Yeah. Right. People are realizing like your yeah. your brain is like your body. Your body can break. Your brain can break. Yeah. Like it's yes. your balance. It can be off. Like yeah. and we're human. Right. But I also feel like when you go to some therapy therapists, they always recommend medicine. And medicine see, that's is my not a fix. That's why and if they're too. like that, yeah. you don't, have, don't go to them. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah. 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 They're trying to get you in, on something and yeah. you feel yeah. like you're you gotta have, yeah, you gotta have oh, that medicine. Good. If I don't take this medicine, then I don't feel right throughout my day. Right. I don't want that. Right. I only want one natural medicine. I don't want no. <laughs> What's the natural medicine? Spraying about it. No. No. Yeah. No. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a Yeah. Because I didn't tell, I like, I hit my medical text for the longest. Like, yeah. the only thing I, I had one, I had, like, my panic attacks are random. And when right. I say random, like I didn't went to therapy trying to figure out what my triggers are. It's random. They are random. Yeah. And I'm, when I say random, I mean like I could be driving on the freeway and bust out into a panic attack. Yeah. yeah. And I was there when you did that. Because I didn't know. I just wanted to come over there and, and hug <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, I didn't I know, like, I didn't know at that time that you were having a panic attack. I just thought something was wrong too. with you. And I said, oh my God, save this crying. What's wrong yeah, with it, y'all? Wrong. Trying to keep it from happening. Yeah. <laughs> so so it, it, it's real life. Oh yeah. So I feel like that was one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why, like, you know, most people say, like you said, go to your doctor and tell your doctor, you know, that you're experiencing these things. But my thing is, I don't want you to sit here and say, oh, okay, well, this is what you're experiencing. This is what, okay. 
then his this is a checklist. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this is what I'm gonna prescribe you. Yes. 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 That's what yes. we're gonna fall out. No, right. I don't. We're not even done talking. Uh, exactly. You're already trying to give me what that to tell the prescription. Right. Like, see, I don't. I'm not coming to you. For exactly. Prescription. Right. But right. see, a lot, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people go just to be prescribed. Exactly. Something. And, and that's why they're all the quick script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I see both sides. I yeah. see both sides. Like as a nurse, like, and I see the doctors is like. Okay, mm-hmm. people. Some people come in straight up like, I want my Xanax. I need my. You know, it's those doctors get used to being like, okay, boom, 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 right. boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 I be telling people all the time. I tell mom and them all this. I'm thinking like, girl, shut up. Advocate mm-hmm. for yourself at the doctor's. Like, mm-hmm. say what mm-hmm. you want. Say what you need. Say if you're not happy with something. No, I'm not comfortable with that. Is there something oh, yeah. like people think like the doctor like your mama or your dad? Yeah, you gotta do what they say. You gotta do what they say. You can ask for alternative. If you yeah. don't want to alternative, go to somebody else. Right. Because you don't. You're not gonna shoot me up with nothing that I don't want to be shot up with. Mm-hmm. If if it's not anything that's saving my life. Uh, you right. just think it's in your opinion it's gonna help me? Yeah. No, thank mm-hmm. you. I, I'm no, I'll stretch. So that leads me into my next question, <laughs> which I'm glad mm-hmm. we have medical personnel all on the staff. On the staff. Mm-hmm. As we black have women, a whole medical staff, right? In the medical field, yeah. do you feel like black women get different treatment oh. versus other races? <laughs> When it oh, comes did she to take what? a sip? <laughs> did she take a sip? Jesus. Different treatment when it comes Different to what? Different situations. Yeah. yeah. I can, when I can it comes see it. Yeah. Working in the ER, I've seen, and not just black women, black people, I've seen, mm-hmm. hold up, pop them, you know, like, hold on. Why are you doing them like that? You're dismissive. Hold right. on. Mm-hmm. So me, I've even went behind. What do you need? So do you think you know? that, mm-hmm. like, do you, think do that is, you know, systemic mm-hmm. racism, or do you think it's, you know, just how... As they are, as they are trying to adhere it to, well, that's just how you know the medical history has been written, where it's black people are supposed to, you know, be more prone to pain and all of this other stuff. They're right? able to handle it. Opinion? Yeah, yeah. I don't even think it's intentional systemic racism. It's turned into it because there's so many people doing it, and that's mm-hmm. kind of created the system. But I believe it is a personal thing with white physicians or whatever mm-hmm. culture they're from, you don't know how to communicate with black people. Mm-hmm. Right. You already have your preconceived notions right. of how mm-hmm. black people act. Right. What yes. they're in the EDs exactly. for. You have right. your you have your prejudice coming yes. into it. And I don't think they're going into it like, you know what, y'all, we about to go kill seven black people right. on shit right. today. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I won't say right. that. Like, Type of black person that speaks a certain way, yeah, that right. is dressed a certain way, yeah. mm-hmm. automatically they they turn it, yeah, they just like, yeah, they just hear this, okay, right. boom, 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 I'm out. Mm-hmm. Right. Seeing a black dude coming there full of text, mm-hmm. you already, they already mm-hmm. got yes. something in their head about right. you. Right, yeah. they already feel a certain way yeah. about right. you. Right. They run your little talk screen, they see marijuana in there, they're like. So you know you shouldn't be doing. And I, I've heard the conversation. Yeah. They'll be like, "Bro, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing." Yeah, they smoke weed. Yeah, yeah, that's not why. Yeah, that's not why. Yeah, like curriculum. Right. So yeah, because I worked 
working in the NICU, I would go to deliveries and like see like the labor and delivery side. So I can't say that I felt like the black people, black women were like shunned or like ignored and stuff like that. But if you looked a certain way, mm -hmm. if they found marijuana in your talk screen mm -hmm. and they were trying to test your back, then that's that's, that's when, they, when the attitude towards you changes. Sure that's mm -hmm. where it comes from, but in my opinion. Most of agree with you. When uh when I had went and got induced, I had all my, all my uh nurses was white, so everybody was cool. My doctors was white. Everybody was cool. When I after I had my baby, I had this one black nurse. She was rude as hell, but I ain't say nothing. But she was. She happened too. You can have them. But she was. Heavy she was heavy. 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 She was so rude, but I was so I was so high from my. <laughs> <laughs> Like a new nurse, where's the charge Baby. nurse? I ain't, see, I ain't got everything for that. I'm just like, girl, whatever. Don't like it. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> I'm finna leave this room anyway. I'm finna go upstairs to my real room. Right. Right. To my real room. Because we, it's again heavy on those because mm -hmm. we right. have that preconceived idea of you coming in here looking a certain way, talking a certain way, mm -hmm. dressed a certain way. Mm -hmm. It could be again, it could be your own people. They come in and really treat you like, okay, you know what? Before I go to jail, let me go. <laughs> Yeah, because when uh when I had I went to the hospital at 10 30 at night and so I had this one white nurse, she was real nice, she was switched, she was telling me her stories about her being pregnant and all that. And so she gave me some medicine right before she left at six o'clock. And so I was so high, she I was just like, Okay, well, just come back and say bye when you leave or whatever. You know, I had a little energy, so yeah. yeah, but and she came and she was like real nice. She came and said bye to me. She gave me a hug. Mm -hmm. That black lady, I was like, girl, like, you know, yeah. I ain't had the That's energy, the but I was yeah. like, what, what you coming here for? What well, attitude? Jesus. You know, so, it just, mm. yeah. So we can, our, can our black people, ways. our black people can act up sometimes. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. But what about the ones that get in a position of authority? Oh, 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 one that like dared to differ away from you know the group mm -hmm. 
because they set the standards for everyone. You know, they control your grade. So you have to pay homage to, you know, get by. But it was one that felt like I could talk to you any kind of way. I could say what I want. I could do what I want because you're in a position where you need me. I got mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And that was their mindset. Oh, yeah. I got mine. You need me to get yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever I say to you, and in this time, whatever I say to you, <laughs> deal with it. Ooh. And that's mm-hmm. why I had to repeat my uh, rotation. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how to shut up. Like, you're just not going to talk to me. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's real. So yeah. do y'all I, think- I had racist instructors, for sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. So do y'all think that in in the um in dealing in back on I'm back on mental health again, y'all. So the, with the mental health, there is so many people that's saying it's coming out, that's saying they have it. You got sports figures, you got um, you know, all these uh Charlemagne the God, when he came out with his thing about his depression and anxiety. I don't know if y'all saw the uh video on him. I watched it. I don't know why. I think they cause they made it like a big a big deal. My question is, when you're, when you have that, I feel like it's more so the people who have so much money, they have all this money and can mm-hmm. have all the mental, pro- it seems like they have the worst, worst. mental problems. That's when, stuff when, exacerbate. Yes. Yeah. When, when you have money, why do you think that if I got, cause you know, we grew up going, oh, if I had money. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. I don't have no problems. Right. You know, money came by So why do you think that? You think if you had money that you'd be all good? Because I know we were nope. joking about it and we was like, oh, I take that money. Right. And we're right. going on trips. Yeah, right. You know, but but truly still, the problem well, is yeah. I think it's money and fame, but too, just with money, yeah, your financial things are but you can now have strains with different family members asking for money. You can have different problems worrying about keeping your money yeah. and all that. Like it's just different stressors. More money, yeah. more problems. More money, more problems. There it goes. But it's so real. It's real. It's yeah. really real. Mm-hmm. I know if I ever came into some money, I don't want the fame. You can keep, keep I, I don't want to say my name. Right. I'm like, I'm ready. I know. Look, I'm on the. I'm on the. And that's yeah. why a lot of celebrities are like, people always think like, oh, Beyonce's whatever, whatever. She'd probably be protecting her mental health. Yes, like that right. stuff will make you crazy. I see yeah, how I see open that. people are on social media, how opinionated everybody mm-hmm. is yeah. about yeah. everything. So many don't come out about yeah. them. The whole world. The knows. whole world knows. Yeah. Now and you got people too. cancel culture stuff. And that's a different conversation. But yeah, it's just like all types of stuff. I think they, yeah, I feel like celebrities are more prone to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's so you think you, can be, you, you really just yeah. can be broke and happy with yeah. no mental issues? something that is she having a mental breakdown was she really having a mental breakdown or was that something that she just felt like i don't i can't be out here with this 
Just say something. That could be a mental breakdown. Right. All right. I, I feel like it's a breakdown, but I feel like it's hard to answer if it was really, yeah. really not because yeah. we can't really see that's, that. Right. Yeah. See, mental health is a real tricky yeah. thing because yeah. you can never like the ones you can see, like actual. You know, mm-hmm. if you're displaying it, right. right? Then you know. But it's. I feel like certain stuff when it comes to mental health is really hard to be like. Because you oh, have to be okay, sensitive to it, right? Right. Yeah. Because you don't know, like. Like, well, I see you, and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't see you in this kind of light, or you right. know what I'm saying? I see you, and I don't see you going through this, or you know, you haven't talked to me about right, it. Right, yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like yeah. that, to where it's like, okay, so maybe it's not as real for me as it is for you. Right, yeah. Because just like you, you say with your panic attacks, if we wouldn't, well, we actually seen it, but mm-hmm. if we wouldn't, we'd be like, oh, Sadie, good. You know, right. we right. wouldn't know. You know right. what I'm saying? We wouldn't know about anxiety or anything. We wouldn't mm-hmm. know, you know? Yeah. Because, like, oh, you good. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think a lot of people hide it. Yeah. I don't think nobody would know if anybody. I think people, the best people that are in depression, live life to the fullest in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. And behind closed doors, they depress as hell. So, you know, how does it, do you think that the people you live with should take heed or take notice? to when things start to change in your oh, behavior. Yeah, I would hope so. But what about like me and Sadie? It's going to be hard. I think I probably can tell them. But I know that kids are very smart. Kids have energy. So my baby helped me a lot through a panic attack. Because, and she's like really sensitive towards me now to where she's kind of clingy. Oh, yeah. So she's more so, and she's not. I want to make sure my Right, so now it's like, if I'm off to myself somewhere, she's like, you good? And she'll say, mommy, look at me. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have, you okay, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Girl, go away. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm scared, but that's good. Good. Right, you might. He's going to be tough in two days. No, look, he's not rocking him. He's going to open his eyes. Right. I'm rocking him too much. Hold on, mama. Yeah, so hopefully they I will think take that's important, to... though. I think it's yeah. important because when you're living with, you know, when you're living with your spouse, when, when you're married, and yeah. most, you know, us three married, mm-hmm. two single people, it's different. Yeah. It's different. But sometimes when you're in a marriage, sometimes y'all are, y'all get into your own modes oh, and your yeah. levels and yeah. stuff. And, you know, Brandon, y'all work different shifts. Mm-hmm. You work, you know, night shift. When you're coming home, Brandon leaving out, yeah, right? When you're getting off or y'all miss. Mm-hmm. So that could cause a, a confliction or a little breakdown. That's to stay connected in communication. Because Brandon, the one mm-hmm. really told me when I fell into that spot, he was like, hold on. you, Because he's the one that really noticed it on that's me. Good. And you know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, thank what's wrong with you? Why are you sleeping? Yeah. Like, I, what? Those are signs that you're yeah. going through something. You're sleeping yeah. too much, sleeping like you were saying. Yeah. You're sleeping. I'm sleeping all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to see nobody today. Like, mm-hmm. I really go through that a lot, though, y'all. Yeah. I, I go through those little bouts yeah. of, I ain't trying to be funny. Sometimes yeah. I just, you just don't, don't want to deal with nobody. I want to be by myself. Yeah. I love myself. Yeah. I mean, want to be one with myself. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, feel, I feel you. Do you be like that too, Amber? Sometimes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. a very introverted. Yeah. Like, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And I'm in, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I I would consider myself ambivert. What yeah. they say, yeah. a little bit of both. Yeah. But yeah. I, I definitely. Introvert. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, yeah. You can. And 
I can't even really say anything about my kids being that way because I kind of see where they get it from. Like, I, well, now I'm more so <laughs> of energy based. Like, mm-hmm. I'll sit back and listen. Mm-hmm. I'll sit back and watch. Like, I, I can be, I can even be interactive, but I still, you know, your energy is how I would perceive, you know what I'm saying, you as a person. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, but before, oh, mm-hmm. she hit you. Hey, you, you see the. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> she gets you with that it's one. The hay. And that's yeah. it. It's the hay. It's, yeah. it's just the hay. Because and that goes back to what you asked me earlier, you know, with me being secluded as a younger person. Does that tie into now? I feel like, yeah, because I mean I had a point in and this was in middle school. I don't know why, but I had a counselor put me in anger management. Mm. <laughs> Mind you, I am a you know, secluded person. Like, I don't talk to people. I didn't have friends. Like, I mean, I had friends. I had people that I talked to. Mm-hmm. But outside of school, nothing. Like, no. Yeah. Like, we were just just school friends. Mm-hmm. But to them, they was like, oh. And they put me in anger management. And they put me in um, this program called Big Brothers and Big Sisters. So, they gave me a mentor, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, first, they had us. They made me give up my gym time. And we went to the T-Buildings. And, like, literally... Sat down, it was like four or five of us. And it was like, well, we're doing this because, you know, you don't talk to people. You don't have many friends. Like, you know, you don't say much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what you want me to say? Right. Like, I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> so they literally made us get in this room, talk about our feelings, talk about our dreams. Like, literally, you know what I'm saying? Trying to decompress us. And hmm. we're children. Like, I don't have to always talk to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now coming into like being an adult, trying to get kind into of- the ambivert part of it, like I think working. Mm-hmm. I started working at 18, and that's what helped me slowly get into, into being it. an ambivert. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. okay, I'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't want to talk to you. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, mental health kind of starts from when we are kids. If we really just think about it, oh yeah. It, I mean, it starts Everybody. out from how you're being raised at home. It yeah. starts out from what you're learning at school. Yes. It can get confusing. What my mama said, what my teacher said, what my friends said. Oh, it's different. Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk to none of them. I just want to go in my room. If I tell her that, she's gonna be mad. So I'm just not gonna say anything. So I think that's where you know it, it kind of starts out from. So, so any it, last, oh, any oh, last? Oh, I was gonna say any last comments okay. before we wrap it up, y'all. Um, if you're going through like depression or anything of this sort, and you don't have anybody an outlet, go to therapy. Like, yeah. don't feel yeah. like you're crazy. Like, you'll feel so much better. Yeah, you know. I agree. I agree. Uh-huh. <laughs> I went to what is because I didn't. I don't, I don't want to go to a physical therapist's office. Mm-hmm. Like, because again, that stigma with, you know, mm-hmm. right. Um, so I did it through an app, through a virtual app called BetterHelp. Mm-hmm. And that's who I go through um, to see my therapist through. Okay. Uh, and it's, well, that's what it's virtual. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we can either help. text and chat or video chat. 
So they, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And, so they got all these mm-hmm. new all avenues these that you can do. You don't have to go into the office. You can do everything virtual. I like that. You like the virtual? I like. I, I, like, was, the, I like the same. I was just gonna say. It, it, I'm gonna try. We should try. We should try at the same time. Shayna, but you but tell I like me how you Yeah, I like to be face. I need to feel you. I need to feel you. Yeah, feel the energy. Yeah, you know I'm already like hold on. I wanna. So what are your last thoughts? Any last thoughts, Amber? Um, no, I think y'all took everything. I agree. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Because yeah. yeah. you um, you're not crazy. Right. You're right. Not crazy. You are not crazy. No. You feeling what you feeling. <laughs> right. For a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, since if you pissed you off, you feeling what you feeling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank y'all for joining us tonight before Amber delivered we we finally got this podcast we've been talking about this podcast <laughs> for a long time yeah. we're trying to get it together and i know y'all will probably be seeing us again yeah. because we will have some other great topics that we want to talk about um appreciate y'all for joining i appreciate uh the man behind the mic for letting me take over his spot tonight you Thank know, you, man, behind the mic. Hopefully, I did okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, yep, yeah, that's it. And uh, we gonna catch y'all on the next one, huh? If y'all want a part, oh, two, part two, let us know. Oh, any part twos? If you y'all... need a part two to this, let yeah, us know. Let us know. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh, <laughs> in the background, Amen. people talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a part of this one, Pace. Shout out those bartenders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, the mobile bar were uh, K. Sap and B. Hunt. They they assisted us with our beverages tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We we gonna see y'all on the next one. Deuces. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Simply Ball Dropping podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share on all major platforms.